This is CliffCentral.com. We haven't heard this classic in a while, so it's only fitting because Andy is here. Oh. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Sia. How are you? We have to get all Donna summed up. Good, thank you. <laughs> How's your weekend? Um, very good, thank you. Lots of swimming, cycling, running. It's okay. been my life doing that. Did now. you? Let's just talk about this quickly. Um, ben, how far did Hopper run or and was jump this the same event? Did a fifty-one yeah, fifty? It was a one point five kilometer swim. It was a forty cycle and a ten run. So an Olympic distance yes. triathlon. Yes. Ah, yeah, I did that three weeks ago in Cape Town. Yeah. <laughs> I did a two-kilometer swim this morning. My gym now opens at four thirty in the morning. Just pretty cash, yeah, because people want to swim for two kilometers. They're going to need to get the time up. I want to. Oh, yeah, I really want to wake up at, at half past three so that I can go to the gym and swim. <laughs> Two at kilometers. At half past four. four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many lengths is that? Like Was a she being sarcastic? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. So Leanne, clearly, it's just you and I who don't know about this. Yeah, it's, Anthea also knows it's like an Olympic look, distance and I, I think there are winners and rare losers in this issue. So right, at the same on time, this issue. yeah. Let's just know our. You guys are alternative here. winners. Yeah. Oh, thanks. thanks, Ben. <laughs> Talking about genuine winners with regards to finance. What do we have with the finance this weekend? There. Well, the economy seems to be winning. Our um. Fourth quarter GDP number was 1.4%. So we grew 1.4% in the last quarter of 2018, uh, which was slightly ahead of consensus, which was 1.2%. And this was after a rebound of 2.6% in the third quarter. But don't forget, we had a recession, so negative growth in the first and second quarter of last year. Um, I mean, it, it's an odd one, right? Because we don't know how we don't know how to feel about this. One of my fund managers on the WhatsApp group said, "I don't know if I'm happy that we beat expectations or that I'm sad it's only 1.4 percent." And he wasn't joking; like he was serious. Like yeah. that's a terrible number, right? But we're so happy that it's, <laughs> it's a growth number, better for, up than than flat or, or negative. Or negative, exactly. Yeah. So overall, for last year, the growth was 0.8 percent, which is not great. I mean, you, you know, the NDP talks about 5% growth. I, I don't know how you're going to increase that more than fivefold. Uh, I just don't know. Hmm. Mar- market reaction was kind of muted. It was the same thing. They, they weren't sure what to go. The rand was a bit lower. Bonds were, bond yields were slightly down. Um, and, and really the growth was out of the agriculture and finance sectors. Agriculture, sure, because it's coming off a low base. We all know the drought from the previous year had affected our agriculture quite badly. Mm-hmm. The interesting one, though, is finance. I mean, it, it just seems to be the mainstay of our economy right now, which is odd. Why be- is it odd? Be- because the stock market really performed very badly last year. One, our consumers under pressure, so our economy is not growing. And, and it's almost as if the consumer is is quite aware that he mustn't overspend and that he's he mustn't take on too much or she mustn't take on too much debt and they must pay down their debts because actually even from the banking results you'll see that the non 
underperforming loans, kind of the bad debts, are not quite as bad as you would expect in this environment. So, so does that mean you're pleasantly surprised? Though? I because am pleasantly surprised. Because we're always surprised. speaking about how people should be finan- more financially savvy and making better decisions, and it seems like they are. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was at a presentation last week, um, and somebody who spoke was from the Debt Council of South Africa. I think that's what his acronym stood for, something like that. <laughs> and he did a presentation on how much debt the consumer is in in South Africa, and the numbers are staggering. But the Do you remember bank, some of them? I don't off my heart. I'll get them. I'll because okay. they were quite interesting. Um, but the um, banking results show that. That people are actually paying their debts, which, or not defaulting on loans, I should say. Hmm. And also, of course, we've got kind of all these new banks coming in, which I think is going to be interesting. So yeah, that the fact that the finance sector is the mainstay of growth in South Africa at the moment is, is quite bizarre. Talk about banks. Yes. Have you heard the rumor that our friend and deputy governor of the Reserve Bank, Daniel Manele, might take over from Maria Ramos? At APSA. Wow. Yeah. So huh. it's an interesting one, and I'm going to reserve judgment. <laughs> because one, I know he sometimes listens. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I think it would be a good move. You know, he was the bank's regulator of the Reserve Bank previously. Um, but yeah, heading up APSA. I think that's a tough job, eh? You've Jeez, yeah. I mean, if he's going to do it, he better start training now. <laughs> <laughs> this is no little triathlon. <laughs> you know? wow. yeah, that's a that's a proper one, eh? I mean, he's got the stiff competition. He's got an old school, old style bank, which I think he needs to turn around mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and be innovative. Like, how do you do that with such a clunky old ship? Well, I mean, the marketing's in full swing, you know. In terms of making what it, what do you think of that marketing? I I found it's very banky. I found absolutely nothing wrong with it. I didn't understand the criticism. I didn't understand the the marketing campaign. It said, "Hello Johannesburg, hello Mzanzi." Y- yeah, they. <laughs> but I think that's what they're using across Africa. Okay. Well, I just I'm not trying to defend it. I promise. <laughs> I just think that I just didn't find it in a space of how to. They don't want to reinvent the wheel again. So it's how much do we Was hop that a on? safe bet? Yeah. For 675 million pounds mm-hmm. that they got from Barclays for that's that branding. Quite a delightful pounds, bet. Pounds, not rands. And the drone. So what's that in, yeah, that's, so what's that in rands? Magillions. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of magillions. So if we do take the, these whispers about Daniel to be correct, could we see him? Cause I think his current, Role expires in June this year. I, I think it's June. You're right. So what would APSA be doing currently? Just well, they've got they've got someone in um, temporarily. An they've, acting. Yes, they've got an acting okay. CEO at the moment, and I think Maria's last day was a couple of weeks ago already. Mm-hmm. So yeah, huh? let's that's see. Fine. That's let's normally that's normally how they one. do it. They have kind of an interim CEO, someone to manage the process while they decide. It's a big decision to make. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's only rumors at this stage. Okay. And then from com- in company specific news, MTN reported shock surprise. <laughs> shock horror gasp. Yeah, gasp. Like, where did this come from? Um, they're targeting return on equity of 
20%, which, which kind of translates into 12 rand of headline earnings per share. They're selling their Botswana operation for 4.2 billion rand. So that's 6.1 times EBITDA, which is fantastic because we all know that MTN needs the money. They're paying a dividend of 5 rand with 10% growth growth expectation and we all love dividend paying shares their capex is down um and then probably the most important one for them at the moment nigeria because they're trying to list it had a 40 percent data growth and 17 percent revenue growth which shows that of course um the other areas are not growing as quickly so voice um and landline and that sort of thing how far off do you think they are in listing that if they were to just the nigerian operation i I'm not sure, to be honest. I, th- I think it's October this year or July this year. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan. But you don't know how these things go. Um, company results with Aspen? Oh, yes. So this was a disaster. <laughs> the pharmaceutical company. I love I mean, how you I aren't mincing your words at this point. Just <laughs> a disaster. I don't know where to start, quite frankly. <laughs> that's how so disaster the Viceroy put out a report on Aspen last year. I don't know if you remember. And then the share came down a bit and then bounced back. And it's kind of been struggling a little bit ever since. And the Viceroy report was shown to be spurious. It was shown to be negligible. There was, it was rubbish, basically. Um, but actually, these results, Aspen have done themselves no favors. Basically, cash flow is going backwards. Debt is increasing dramatically. So they're getting less free money available for spending and more interest payments on their debts. A really bad combination. I just, this makes me think of Warren Buffett because this is his worst case scenario. Like Uh this is what you absolutely do not want in a company. Bad cash flow and consistently increasing debts. Um, I read an interesting tweet last week as well, actually, that Aspen's market cap is now less than multi-choices market cap. One is a life-saving Drugs company, one Uh produces life-saving drugs, and the other one, multi-choice, is a waste of life, (laughs) which I thought was quite funny. Well, yeah, think about that for a moment, and yeah, it's quite a contrast. Yeah, and half the problem with Aspen is that basically the business is going backwards by 5% per annum, 40 billion rand in debt. I mean, I think Stephen Saad, who started and runs the company, is a good operator, and this, from here on out for Aspen, it really will be about execution. Mm-hmm. Everything will be about implementation. One wrong step, and I'm afraid that's it for them. And the question is, can Stephen Saad bring it back from the brink? I mean, this does remind you of Steinoff, right? Because we go, oh, but management was so great mm. until they weren't. <laughs> this is when I really don't envy the likes of the Stevens of the world. Yeah, you're sitting there, tough. you're trying to make sense of it, but I guess you, that's what you sign up for as well. Yeah, the share was down 15% on Friday. Oh, uh, I would need sleeping pills galore yeah. and anxiety medication. <laughs> what, if you're somebody's money manager or if you're Steven Sard? Oh, just in general. <laughs> any sort of responsibility out there. And I'm not going to hold this against you. You are wearing their colors this morning. Did you notice that? Netbank? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> that, that was like, what shall I wear? Four fifteen in the uh, whatever's, whatever's clean. clean. Where's my net bank outfit? Where is it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do their uh, results look like? Um, 
Better than expected. Well, it was in line with expectations, better than my expectations. Headline earnings per share was up 13.7%, excluding their shareholding in EcoBank. Um, they, their managed operations produced a very anemic 2.8% growth. So, again, pointing to this really tough economic environment in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's dr- difficult. Credit loss um, was 53 basis points, so just over half a percent. Um, and then they managed to increase their net interest margin to 3.65%. So you see, even though it's really difficult in the banking space at the moment, they're still kind of managing to hobble along, make double-digit earnings per share growth. So, yeah, like it's quite interesting. I mean, I'm not going to go into the numbers because you know banks are all about ROEs and NIIs and capital ratios and margins and blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. Now that I've got your attention. Wake up. <laughs> not your cup of tea. <laughs> but, but other than to say holding their own, basically. Hmm. Um, we've got... Sunlam also reported, as expected, again, reflecting the weak South African economy, low investment environment. You know, their headline earnings per share fell 10%. Mm. Good news. Uh, new business is growing, but I think that's potentially because they're gaining market share more than anything else. We've got Capitech next week. Well, mm-hmm. Capitech had a trading update last week, but we don't look at trading updates. We'll wait for the full results. And so we'll see what happens there. What are you expecting? Um... Flat. So, so the results were just, the trading statement was just okay. I think they guided to between 13 and 17% HEPs growth, um, which is kind of in line with what you expect. The shares run so hard though. It's difficult to be, if you don't own the share, it's difficult to be buying it now because it's trading so expensively. And then we had U.S. non-farm payrolls, very disappointing on Friday. Only the, the U.S. created 20,000 jobs in February. We were expecting 180,000. This is the lowest we've seen since September 2017. 20,000 created. And we were expecting 180,000. Hmm. I'd love mm. to hear what Trump says about that. Wouldn't you just? I want to be a fly on the wall <laughs> as he now has to deal with his ego around this. Alas, okay. Because he was saying that all those great numbers were because of him, right? Exactly. Now he there's is... a really bad number. <laughs> anyway, markets panicked a little bit on Friday and I can, and we can see it in Asia again this morning. It's definitely trickled through and I'm afraid. This panic is probably going to filter through to the South African market this morning. Oof. But, you know, that's how it goes. Some days are good. Some days are bad. They cough. They, they sneeze rather than we catch the cold. Indeed. All right. Well, this weekend, we also just hope Elon Musk doesn't tweet anything else. <laughs> Why not? He's so entertaining. <laughs> and is he an entertainer or is he trying to make, you know, great business decisions? We yeah. just hope that doesn't happen. You, you just don't want to be earning Tesla shares, oh, right? Goodness, no, While he's still got his phone in hand. Anything else are you keeping your eye out on for this week? Um, Xara is also reporting. So the results are slowing down a little bit. Um, and then we've got a bit of macro data. But nothing huge So we should be good Well thank you Anthea Pleasure Thank you very much Have a good week In your objectively green and black outfit Not Nedbank outfit (laughs) (laughs) Have an awesome week Anthea And that is the money shot Hope you were taking notes This is (laughs) cliffcentral.com